everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Catholic Talk Show. I'm here with Brian Scheel and Father Rich, as always. How What's you doing, good? guys? Good. Having a great time with you guys, man. Yeah. Cast Media Studios in Hollywood. Uh, great place to be today. Beautiful weather. And uh, today, you know, it's beautiful outside, and we all know that dogs like to go outside. They do. So our 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 topic for today is dogs. Dogs. What up, dog? Woo, woo. We're in the land of Snoop Doggy Dog. Are we going to talk about Snoop Dogg? <laughs> Snoop Doggy Dog. He's a dog with two Gs on the end. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So a real dog. Yeah. He's double G dog. Double G dog. I love dogs, man. I grew up with them, actually. I had German Shepherds growing up in New York and have a great affection for dogs. Did you have a dog? I do. I've always you still had have a dog. I still have a dog. Oh, wow. I don't think there's ever really been a point where I haven't had a dog. Yeah. I wish I could have a dog. One, I've got allergies to just about everything out uh, there. Dogs are too spicy for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, when they give me kisses, I break out. <laughs> I break out. We had a dog growing up, Bailey. He was a beagle. And... Uh, Man, that thing just—he didn't work out, man. He, <laughs> I mean, he was a fat beagle. No, he—he he was a young baby beagle with really sharp teeth, and he just wouldn't stop biting us. So we had to oh, wow. cut him loose back to wherever he came from, and oh. that was—that was my childhood dog memories. Now all my kids want dogs, mm -hmm. you know, because they see dogs and everything. But you know, we tr we try to fish. You know, I'm trying to work them into the responsibility of care for another um, sustenance and, you know, taking them outside. Is Start small. You go with a fish. Fish. But when the fish dies, you know. The fish was belly up last week. Weeks, you know, you're like, <laughs> let's not do that to a dog. <laughs> do you know, talking about being, you know, attacked by a dog, the only dog, this is just so funny, that actually drew blood and bit me was, uh, you know, probably you have in mind maybe a, a really rough, you know, dog. I was I was chased by German shepherds, pit bulls. You know, there was a chow. We used to go over to my buddy's house in Port Orange, and there was a chow that was just the nastiest dog you could ever imagine. A chow? A chow, yeah. Chow's that? like snap, you know, very furry, hairy, you know, dog. But this thing would chase us to the room. We'd run in there, we'd close the door, and the dog would bang its head up against the, the door. A chow. A chow, huh. yeah. You know, they, Are they, they the little ones? Hypoallergenic? No, 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 no. no. no they're big, big, giant yeah, dogs. big, giant dogs. Really? But the only dog to actually land a bite on me and draw blood was a Datsun. Datsuns are nasty. Like the sausage hot, dogs? Yeah, the hot yeah. dogs. Yeah. They're nasty dogs, man. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I put my hand down. We were playing spades and I threw my card down. You know, I, I cut it. You know, I got, my, I got yeah. my book and I put it down. I dropped my hand by my side. And the dog came out of nowhere and just Buster. That's what his name. Buster came up and just. They do that. Yeah. Yeah. My friend's got one and he, he gets me on the ankle every now and then. I'm like, why would you do that to me? Seriously. So, yeah, we're talking about dogs today. And, you know. The big question is, do dogs go to heaven? Ooh. Right. I mean, that's like. Right? I mean, that's asked a lot. I that think is. Yeah. Asked a lot. yeah. They made a movie about it. They did. You yeah. never seen All Dogs Go to Heaven, Ryan? Mm, sorry. I saw the one with, uh, what was it, Kevin Spacey in it? It's an animation. Yeah. Is that, was that the movie? I think so. Oh. Yeah, I saw it. I don't know. I haven't seen it either. It's a good You've movie. Seen, oh, it was a great movie. It's yeah. heresy. I don't watch heresy. Dude, it's not her heretical if you believe that dogs All right, it's just, go to. It's just bad theology. 
How is no, that bad not. theology? Oh, no, this is going to be a good oh, episode. It's going, it's going down be right now. Oh, all right, yeah. be, before it turns into you're telling me I'm not going to see Bailey in heaven and he's going to be sorry for all the biting that he did on me when oh, I was little. Yeah, Bailey's in purgatory working out his <laughs> working out his uh, temporal punishment. Dude, I, I work so much. I'm all over the place, so I don't have a dog, but I'm going to get like a pack of Datsuns and I'm going to sick them on you, buddy, because I'm going to tell them all that you don't think they're going to heaven. There was a dog that medieval Catholics venerated as a saint. Ah. Yeah. We're going to talk about the religious order that's known as the Hounds of the Lord, the Dogs of God. Oh, Sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. I thought we were just going to talk about dogs. Yeah, well, this is all dogs. We'll probably stuff. talk about dogs along the way. <laughs> all right, before we get into the dog fight, I want to let you guys know uh, go to CatholicTalkShow.com. You can subscribe to us there and follow us on any of the social media platforms. Uh, make sure that you follow us on you know Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Stitcher, Castbox, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all the things that you like. Uh, it really helps us to. Um, you know, really helps us get the show out to more people. And if you don't, Father Rich is going to send a pack of feral uh, dachshunds at you, and they're going to bite your ankles. <laughs> That's really that, good. That, that was pretty was excellent. That good? Yeah. yeah. If the priest thing doesn't work out, man, you could be an extra, and all dogs go to heaven two, two? or three. <laughs> Nobody would watch that movie, man. I love it. You guys have never seen it. We when need to- all dogs are in heaven. That's right. That's the movie. Mm-hmm. That's the sequel. It just plays over and over and over and over again. <laughs> Is this heaven? Why is this movie so long? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's an eternity. <laughs> Never stops. I'm watching heaven. <laughs> it's just dogs glorifying God forever. <laughs> All right, so, so let's know, jump in. Dogs right. wouldn't bite Jesus. To the dog pile. All right, so... Um, you guys know who the hounds of the Lord are? Yes. Who's that? The Dominicans. All right. Okay. Do you know why that's why that is? Uh, hound of heaven. So Dominicans, you know, after Saint Dominic, but in Latin it's uh, Domini and Canes, which is uh, dogs and God. So the, the hounds dogs of, of the, the Lord. Lord. So it's kind of a pun and a play on their name. So they, Dominus. Yeah. Yeah. What? Lord. So Dominican means dogs. The Dominicans are those who are you know well the order of preachers. But they are people, you know, of the order of St. Dominic founded. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But the Latin word for dog is um, canis, right? Yeah. And then for Lord is dominus. So dominus, canis, dominicans. Uh, so it's kind of a, it's kind a, of a joke. It's a pun, yeah. Yeah. But there was, there was a dream or something like that that St. Dominic had with a... With a dog or something, it was like a prophecy or something like that. I don't know that one. Yeah, there was there was something. Hit that, the Google uh, machines. Yeah, we've got to hit the Google machines. But um, yeah, Dominicans. I, we just had a, a a priest from Hard as Nails Ministries, Father Peter Cameron, come in. Yeah, and he actually spoke to us and gave us a little bit of contextualization on why dogs are related to the Dominicans and stuff like that. And he preached our priest retreat, which was really good. Cool. And he spoke about the priest as the parable, you know, and and that existentially a priest in community should live out his call, you know, just existentially as this type of parable that relates a deeper wisdom of God and the presence of Christ in the in the world. So, so the dogs have a deeper Wisdom and presence yeah. of Christ. Yeah, is that man. the? That's why we have companionship with them. <laughs> so that that's actually the, the story I found is that Saint Dominic's mother had a dream where she had, in the dream there was a dog holding a torch in its mouth, and she took it that the son that she would have would be a, you know a hound for the Lord, and that he would carry in his mouth you know, fire of God, and Bingo. that's the order of preachers. Yeah, uh, order of preachers, man. Uh, Dominicus. Pretty cool. Yeah. 
So another um, another dog that's related to Catholic clergy and monks who are allowed to have dogs. <laughs> Monk dogs. Monk, Monk dogs. Dog. Monk dogs. What do you see? No, here's the thing now. All dogs that go to heaven are monks. Why is that? Because this saintly dog that we're about to hear about. That's right. It is the St. Bernard. Yeah, man. Think about it. Mm. Think about it. I mean, really, Ryan, you need to think about it. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he, you've lost him. I just, like, I'm just still scar- I got PTSD from Bailey when I was little. Oh, man. So. St. Bernards are big. Yeah. Mm. Beethoven. That's cool, though. They're, they're called St. Bernard. Yeah. Well, they're named after St. Bernard. Yeah. The actual the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dog is Get named after him. Here. So you know how they're always they're these big dogs and they're shown with like a vial of yeah. wine around their neck. So St. Bernard founded a um, an inn for travelers in the Alp Mountains, in the Alpine Mountains. And it, it's called the um, uh, the Great Hospice of St. Bernard. Okay. And so travelers would be going, this was the pass between France and Italy, right, through the Alps. And you know, it gets pretty snowy up there and this would be like a halfway place or if there was a storm or an avalanche, people would be able to stay there and the, the monks would be able to take care of people. So they there actually developed, bred a dog, you know, by crossbreeding mastiffs and other dogs and it became its own uh, breed known as the St. Bernard. I was actually there in San Bernard, very close to La Thuile in the Italian French coast and what you see in the in the distance is Mont Blanc, and it's such a cool space. And you see how you know they, they lived very very simply up there, but they were literally at the heights of the Alpine mountains. It's just yeah. a really cool place. And I would have always loved to have a Saint Bernard dog, man. I mean, they just they represent something so charitable, but they're just loving dogs. I've met a few of them in my in my life, and. You know, they're just so, like, snuggly. Yeah. I just want to kind of hold on to them. And, yeah, man, they're cool dogs. Gentle. Huge. Yeah, real gentle giants. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the monks there, they um, they they developed the St. Bernard to help them in their work of taking care of travelers going through snowy mountains. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a holy Pretty dog. Cool. Yeah, very cool. Holy dog. Holy, holy dog. dog. I would definitely have some wine on the neck of my St. Bernard always, you know. Just, <laughs> hey, come over here, Bernie. I would call him Bernie. Bernie. You have put, my glass. And just, you put something on his neck and put a tray there, you know? <laughs> have some cheese on top of his neck. <laughs> hey, Bernie, come here. Hey, Bernie, come over here. Got a barrel of wine and then like a little <laughs> like a little sidecar of like nachos. <laughs> That's exploitative uh, behavior with dogs. Popes have spoken out against that. Uh, <laughs> so would you not want a San Bernard in heaven bringing you wine and cheese? What's they would problem, gladly Shane? do it. They're but, hospitable. Yeah, but they're very I, hospitable. I, I, nature is that I will get to heaven by bringing wine and cheese to dogs. <laughs> it's service to others, not b- being served. Wow, Sheil. You serve others by allowing them to serve you sometimes. Yeah. That's okay. You do. Sure. People in, oh, if, if people enjoy <laughs> service. So, you know, that's how you have yeah. a hospitality field. Yes. I mean, people love that. I, yeah, I've met Martha. people who have been waitresses and they're just like, I love it. I love mm-hmm. serving people. And mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to do is to prepare a, a I feast. think there's a different, yeah. there's a different edge between patronage and service and compelled service. And Italians and Slavic people. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, you're always welcome at my table, Sheil. Even though we disagree. Hard pass. On a number. <laughs> Hard pass. But no, I, love, be, I love preparing food. go to his table and there's wine and cheese with dog hair. Putting it out there, prepping everything, having nice plates, display. And then even afterwards, I love cleaning up the dishes and taking over the sink and cleaning. People will be like, oh, Father Rich, don't do that, man. Please, like, just sit down and relax and we'll, we'll do that later. It's like, no, I, I want to complete the service. Yeah. And, yeah, and it makes it. me happy when somebody actually sits down and they enjoy themselves. And what if they say, hey, this this pasta vajul is terrible. I'm going to say, get the heck out of my house. <laughs> there you go. Priest, He's got an inordinate oh, passion yeah. for serving people. So you're more of a Martha <laughs> than a Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely more Martha than Mary. Yeah. He's just hot blood. Mary chose the better, better lot. You rejected my love. <laughs> so, all right, now, holy dogs, let's talk another one. In the... Uh, in medieval France, there was actually a dog venerated as a saint. All right, so he's on our feast calendar and everything, or we'll memorial? So St. Guinefort. Now, St. Guinefort was a greyhound owned by a French knight. The French knight was out hunting. He came home, uh, went into the his child's room, and he looked at the crib. The crib was tossed over, and there's blood everywhere, and the dog was covered in blood. So this knight was like, this dog killed my child. So he took out his sword and killed the dog. After he killed the dog, he heard the baby crying from underneath the cradle, and beneath it, the baby was fine, and there was the remains of a poisonous group of snakes that this dog had killed. The blood was from the snakes that the dog Aww. did, and he was protecting the child. Oh, wow. So the knight felt terrible guilt. He took the um, the dog's body, took him to a well, put him in a well, and built a little you know, memorial around him. Mm. Well, people heard this story, and they started saying, well, this dog protected children, and then they would go to this well, pull up the water, and say, you know, and ask for the intercession of this dog for the protection of their children. So he started becoming a, a folk saint amongst, uh, you know, in the in the French uh, of Lyon. Wow. Mm. Poor dog. Now it gets worse for him, though. Oh, no, it gets how way could it worse get worse? <laughs> He's already dead. Well, the Dominican Inquisitor, right? Those, I mean, it's so fitting that it was a Dominican Inquisitor. Um, he was like, he, they were uneasy about this. They're like, you're venerating a dog. It's not a saint. So he went and investigate, investigated the case and said, no, this is, there is no saint dogs. There's no dogs that could be saints. What you're actually doing is you. this is a demon. And they, he ordered the body of the dog dug up and oh. burned and his ashes <laughs> scattered. It does get worse for this dog. And the Inquisitor, was he ever canonized? <laughs> I think not. <laughs> but he was that might right. might get worse for him. <laughs> what a bunch of baloney. Yeah, the local peasants hearing of the dog's noble deeds and innocent death began to visit the place and honor the dog as a martyr in quest of help with the sickness of their children. They were seduced and often cheated by the devil so that he might in this way lead men to error. Etienne of Bourbon de Supersistion on St. Guinefort. What does that mean? It means a dog's a demon dog. The demon dog. Not really. So it's a, it really, I, demon know, dogs are Dotsons. No, the dog that was a good boy. Anathema. Gwyneth was a good boy. He was the most goodest boy. There ain't no Dotsons in heaven, bro. <laughs> they bite everybody's ankles. But Not I, in my heaven. <laughs> so I, I think it's good though that even though that the locals were were starting to venerate him and um, you know that they saw the good that the dog did, but they also said the the, the authorities said. Guys, you got to rein this in. This is not proper. There's um, a big following. 
It's talking about that. Right, but it's not, this is not proper Catholic teaching to venerate the mm -hmm. body of a dog in a well. Guys, get it together. Yeah. It's a good dog. Do you know, you know, take his ashes, put him in a little puppy-shaped thing and put it on your mantle. That's cool. But you guys are taking it too far. Maybe what stuff about him. A, what about a pet cemetery? What about, you know, like the... the well, that's black magic. <laughs> they all come back to life and... Dude, we're going to dig up Bailey, put him in a pet cemetery and sick him on oh Ryan. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I will have nightmares about that. So, you know, dogs are awesome. I love dogs. I've had dogs my whole life. I've had uh, Rory, Bear, Lucy, Gizmo, Oscar, Daisy. It's my current dog. She's probably the worst dog I've ever had, though. Mm -hmm. She's really cute. She's terrible. <laughs> but I love dogs. But I'm of the opinion that dogs do not have a rational soul, and therefore their soul does not have uh, culpability for any of their actions, so they are not guilty of sin, but they're also not capable of making it to heaven. How Aristotelian of you. My yeah. goodness. Thomist. Well, that was Stephen also... Stephen King. That was also oh, the, Stephen King of you. That was also the view of Aquinas, too. Yeah, yeah Thomas. No, and, and he was he based all of his theology and philosophy on Aristotle. And and knowing dogs. And knowing dogs. But he just like... had dogs. Just like the... What kind of... What kind of uh, for, the, for a reminder, what kind of um, religious was Aquinas? He was a Dominican. Yeah, but... Not every follower of St. Francis has lived out the Franciscan call to perfection. So what, the perfection of the call of St. Dominic? I want to argue know for what St. Dominic feels, how he feels about dogs in heaven. Well, I mean, I don't know. Both his followers, the Inquisitor and Thomas, said they're not only are they not in heaven, the ones that are venerated are demon dogs. Wait, then how did this one become a saint? It didn't. They oh. were venerating it as a, as a saint, and they said, no, cut this... Cut this, yeah. cut this dog business out, and that gotcha. wasn't that wasn't treated infallibly. That's right. The yeah. Pope never the Pope never spoke infallibly about this. Right. The yeah. Actually, yeah. It was a, a, a case of a popular canonization, but the Church overruled it. Yeah. Gotcha. There's no there's no dogmas about no, yeah, no dogs in heaven. You don't have to believe, uh, well right? Played. It's Thank not you. like you know the Trinity. Yeah. What do you believe, people? Because clearly, Sheil has a cold heart when it comes to dogs in heaven. Even though he has dogs. I am under the opinion that is also backed up by Peter Kreeft, great convert to Catholicism. Um, you know, I think he was, what, from New Jersey, I think. Patterson, yeah. New Jersey, taught Fine in Boston thinker. College. Great thinker, great philosopher. Yeah. He is of the mind that there are dogs in heaven. C.S. Lewis, dogs in heaven. You know, there's a number of commentators on scripture that look at Genesis and, and man's relationship with all of creation and how obviously that has failed um, because of the fall, that we're able to have that sense of that relationship in the new heavens and new earth that God will ultimately provide for us in the new reality that we will face in the new life. So, you know, there's, there's uh, a sense of there's potential there that this could actually happen. And if it happens, so be it. See, yeah. but now the only argument that I've ever heard that makes sense for dogs being in heaven, dogs are not getting there on their own merit because they lack the rational soul to be culpable for their actions. So they can't, they cannot be saved. They, are, they have a soul that is lower of order than humans. But heaven is a place of perfect happiness. And if God decrees that he wants you to be perfectly happy and having your dog there would be the, one of the elements that makes you perfectly happy. That dog would be there, not because of the merit of its soul, but out of the benefices of God. 
Now, all of you who are regular listeners to our show, you know that the Inquisition comes at the end of each show. And, you know, these guys try to chop my head off. Well, I'm going to return the favor right now, Sheila, and I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Shoot. Ooh. Is there, uh, are there plants and trees in heaven? Um, in the new Jerusalem, in the reality of the new heaven that is both physical and the uh, culmination of a transfigured world and being, yes, there would be. Okay, so they're is, part of creation. In, is there in an Aristotelian? <laughs> is there an Aristotelian principle that gives a certain animation or soul to plant life? Yes, but there's a difference between the animus that makes something alive versus the difference between a rational soul. That's the same thing that Benedict the Sixteenth said: is that yes. Animals have souls, but they are a soul of a lower order. They're a soul more on the on the line of Aristotelian, where it's, um, you know, an animus, not a rational soul that was saved by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. He said when an animal dies, that means the end of their earthly life, period. Mm-hmm. He's Similar dead. to our lives, you know, when, when our lives end here on earth, it's we're, the end of our earthly life. We're lower, we're lower souls than angels. We still get to go to heaven. No, no. Our, yeah. our nature is elevated above angels. That's above why Satan is so pissed at yes. us. And then they're lower. Yeah. But, but here's the thing that I'd like to actually present to you then. So it's very fair to say and clear to say that there are other living beings in relationship to plant life in heaven other than a rational soul. I think you'd person, have to say that personhood. No, because a plant is not a being. It is an animated creation. Does it have life? Yes. Does it have a, does it ha- is it a being though? No. Is, is, uh, does is, it have being in the sense of consciousness no. or does it exist? It exists, but I think there's a contradiction of terms then as we say a being or exists and is. Mm-hmm. Being and awareness or being in general, there, there, is, there is a clear attribute of life in any type of principle of motion and, and growth. So, and this is, that's the first set of questions, that I, first, two, first of two questions that I have for you. Second question, is it true that a child develops reason? So that canonically speaking, a, a, when a person reaches the state of reason, mm-hmm. then they are able to be administered the sacraments of Eucharist, for example, well, or confirmation. The, the sacraments of of welcoming and acceptance. But what about a child who is born without the use of reason through some birth defect mm-hmm. who never develops reason? Mm-hmm. They have a soul that's different than a animal mm-hmm. and they have an immortal soul. That is the, the big difference. They have an immortal soul that is uniquely created by God. Mm-hmm. So the use of reason is not the qualifier for whether or not a soul is immortal. Mm-hmm. So if it's safe to say that this immortal soul that is now definitive of the human person is it's so it's not specifically dependent upon the state of reason. Okay. And if that's the case, animals of all sorts that don't have a rational soul, why are they eliminated from consideration? But plants, human beings without reason or have developed the state of reason, or rational people. It, it sounds to me like he's dogging the dogs. Yeah, he's dogging the dogs. Why are you dogging the dogs? What kind what of dog are you like, speaking? What like about I, fish? Like I said, though, if there are animals 
in heaven. They are not there of their own accord. They're there out of the benefices of God because Jesus Christ's his sacrifice, which opened and made heaven available to mortal immortals or our souls, were did he did did Jesus climb Calvary for a dog? Did Jesus be was he crucified he for a dog? Redeemer of the cosmos. So, but did he re- he created it all? Right. All I mean, but it. the the cosmos needed redemption because of the fall of rational Correct. souls. So, if a human never sinned, but a dog did, mm-hmm. would God have had to send Jesus to redeem creation? No, because a dog is not culpable. Therefore, have, Jesus did not redeem the fallen acts of I, dogs. I have another I, I angle. Okay. I have another angle. Okay. okay. Okay, I just been sitting over here listening. Give us the angle. So, <clears throat> Adam and Eve in the garden, the existence of animals. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that was a a state of before a fall, before the fall. Right. That that was perfection. Mm-hmm. Right. So no redemption needed. The 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 unity between the human. Soul and creation. And, and creation and God, all that was in harmony. Mm-hmm. And it's, are intimately bound. Right. And it's not heaven per se, because you wouldn't need a heaven because you wouldn't need salvation. Mm-hmm. Right. But there were dogs there or there were animals there. Let's just put There's it that animals. way. Sure. That's another angle. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so they were there. He created them in that. Okay, how about this? What about the dog that ate the body of Jezebel? Is that dog in heaven? Well, I am not the judge. And judge not. <laughs> I judge you know, not. I judge not. I choose not dogs. to judge. So now, we're not saying that all dogs go to heaven. Yeah, not all. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's only the movie. movie. So not <laughs> only the movie. So not all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> so do some dogs do? And it? And that answers the question I of mean, the show. Bailey's not making it unless he's had a conversion. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to have a conversion. And Buster, that little Dotson oh, that man. bit my pinky. No Dotson's making no it. No Dotson's are making it happen, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dotson's are done. All right, so I don't They're know. They're going down. Bro, like, I, uh, besides Peter Kreeft and C.S. Lewis arguing from the principles of Genesis yeah. and then also oh, in relationship. Did. Yeah, okay. so they argue from the premise of Genesis, what you just said, but also from, from the whole concept of... Um, why not? Why right. would God allow plant life, but, but that, not animal? That's, animal life. That's so Catholic. We we say why not? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, that, you know, we look for the the the, the highest hopeful. Yeah. And this is something to dialogue about and to consider. For me, where I where I consider heaven, I look at at the human heart and what is longing in me, what is aching. You know, each and every day. And I ache for a greater unity, not just with other human beings, but with everything in the universe. With, you know, when I hug a tree or, you know, when, when I'm in trees. the, oh, yeah, the, man, the I'm galaxy, a, of, I'm, a, no. I'm a lover, <laughs> the galaxy of Shabazz in the universe. of <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, in all seriousness, yeah. I do have a deep desire to interact on a pure level down to the fundamental identity of me as a human being in relationship to all of God's creations, not just other human beings, but everything. And I want to know them perfectly and I want to interact with them perfectly. It is a huge desire in the heart that aches. And there are huge communities out there. And I'm sure listeners right now have a great love for dogs. I know a a friend of mine, Kat Dinsmore, her nickname is Cat. She's a cat woman, you know, like she, she has tons of cats, has great love for 
podcast. There's people out there with all sorts of affections for God's creations in different circles and communities. And I know that they have a huge desire to have that in, in their life and what, uh, what, how that can be perfected by Christ and how that can be perfected in the new heaven and new earth. So I'm of a mindset that God fulfills the depths of our ache. God fulfills the depths of that longing in heaven so that we are met in eternity with this fulfillment. And we are ever before this reality in this new heaven and new earth in a constant state of wonder and awe in our interactivity and with all of creation. And barking going on there. There's a whole bunch of like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no Dotsons. On that, on that note. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think I think we can skip the Inquisition this time. I think the Inquisition was the whole episode. And right. I think you've turned the tables on me, Twerkamata. Yes. Oh, you're kidding. I love it. But I don't think wow. you won. Oh. But I am willing, I am willing to I am willing to wait. Entertain <laughs> the possibility, like I said, that if dogs are in heaven, it's a gift from God to make more happy. That eternity. Well, when we get to heaven, Shield, I'm going to come visit you where the Father has many rooms. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see in your room if you have a dog, because I promise you, you're not going to get a dog. (laughs) You may have had a dog your whole life on earth, but buddy, there's no dog coming to you. You're going to get a Datsun and it's going to nip at your heels. (laughs) You're never going to sleep. Wait, we're not sleeping anyways. (laughs) All right. Well, Hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. This was awesome. If you agree with me, I don't care if you agree with Shield, but like, give, give me some love and put some reviews out there. <laughs> you know, dog lovers are gonna love, oh, love your side of it. Absolutely, of course they are. Even though you have a dog, I do. You know the ones. That I, I look at my like, dog you know? in the morning. I'm like, you're going now. <laughs> <laughs> Face the annihilation that will happen to you upon your death. <laughs> it's nothing to stare into the abyss, Daisy. Uh, do you want to go for a walk? <laughs> Everyone out there, make sure you go to catholictalkshow.com to subscribe. Make sure you're leaving us reviews. That helps us get uh, this information out to more people. Um, If your dog is listening, make him subscribe, or he's definitely not going to heaven. (laughs) Um, And, guys, it was really fun. Oh, what a blast. This was a great episode. Catch you all next episode. Peace. Peace.